0: What's up, mamas? It's Tanika Ray. I was a television host for 20 years before my entire life blew up when I had a baby. Shifting gears from red carpets to a gig called Mom required a whole new game plan. The carefree, globetrotting boss babe, me, was suddenly in search of a mommy tribe to help me navigate the inevitable fumbles and fails of raising a kid. Mama's Day with Tanika Ray is a sanctuary for the Mommy Collective, where we amplify our self-love and self-care, trade tips on raising conscious kids, help each other fine-tune our boundaries, and celebrate the highs while forgiving ourselves for the lows in the wild, 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 wild world of mommying AF. AF. This is why I think we go into pregnancies kind of ignorant, especially our first time, because we have such a myriad of experiences. And when it's awful, we don't tend to share it that much. There's so many things I was clueless about. I was like, how come nobody told me I'd be in a goddamn diaper? Like, how come? (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's just one small thing that I was like, you're going to put what in a what? Like, I was so confused. And I feel like the more we can discuss honestly and be really transparent about the journey, the better equipped moms behind us will be. And I think it's even more so the more men will stop trying to diminish the journey we are on creating Uh humans. Yes. Yeah. A thousand percent. I don't know what's going on in Canada, but here they're trying to literally wipe away the importance of mothers Mm -hmm. and they're trying to call us birthing people. It's insane what's going on here. How is it there? Are you guys having as much of an onslaught of like erasure there as you, as we are here?
1: To be honest with you, I always say that like Canada's America's little baby brother. So I feel like oftentimes when things are happening, one, they're either not, they're not as heavily publicized. So we are under the impression that like, it's not happening, but it is, or it's happening on a smaller scale until it's not. Mm -hmm. So I never look at anything that's happening in America in isolation. I just never do. I never look at it as though like, oh, that's happening there. Thank God we're Canadian. Like, I just don't, I don't do that because I just know better. I know better. History has dictated that, like, that's just not the case. Like, it's just going to make its way over here.
2: Yeah, eventually, Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, right? So my understanding is that similar things are definitely happening, but in a similar way, like, there's been a lot of pushback. You know, women Mm -hmm. are advocating for their rights to take ownership of their bodies and to recognize, like, what the uniqueness of, like, Female anatomy and like what we go through and what we experience and and having that respected and honored and not trying to blindside or erase anybody else's experience or their you know their their journey, but there's something instinctively like physiologically unique about being biologically born a woman. That is something that I think that like many women in Canada, not all, but many women in Canada still want to be respected and maintained. When I think about things like Roe versus Wade, and I think about men predominantly white men making these very very impactful and very serious decisions about what happened to women's bodies I'm like a similar thing could happen here because yeah. white men also occupy so much power thankfully that's not the case here that's just not the case let me just okay. before getting into anything that's not the case yeah. but like we, we run a similar risk based mm-hmm. on the way that our government is set up
2: mm-hmm.
0: It is so unfortunate, but like, how do we continue to parent our children? How do we continue Mm -hmm. to... prioritize our well-being. also raise little children to think hopeful about the future. How are you guys attempting to do that? Cause especially when you have a baby in your bellies, like I know everything you feel that baby feels every time you try to like soothe your, your heart and your soul by downing a gallon of ice cream, that baby feels it like it is a joint journey that you're on now. How you leveling and balancing yourself
2: out, especially now. I think I find myself, especially during this pregnancy, I'm very intentional about protecting my peace. Mm. And if that means I'm not on my phone, I'm not watching TV, I'm not reading the news, I'm not talking to certain people, I have to take that space. Everything in society right now has become so overwhelming. It's just bad news every day. I feel like mentally the load is so heavy yeah. and if i don't take that space for myself, I physically feel it immediately. Mm-hmm. So if that means that I have to do uh, curate my social media with what i 'm looking at and isolate myself from certain people because I don't need that negativity or I don't need to hear your conspiracy theories or, you know, I don't need to hear your unsolicited opinions, then that's what I'm going to have to do. And i know not everyone's going to be happy about that, but those are the boundaries that I have to make in order to make sure that I stay mentally well right now.
0: Boundaries is mm-hmm. the key, right?
1: I think mm-hmm. healthy boundaries is so important. I think mm-hmm. the other neat thing that I do in addition to that is I also try as best as I can to surround myself with like glimmerances of hope. I think one of the neat things that being a teacher affords you the opportunity to do is it affords you the opportunity to see who's the, who the, what the future looks like, right? And I think that being in the space of my students and hearing some of the, you know, really like intentional conversations that they're having about like some of these really concrete issues, though sometimes it's heavy and dark and weighty, it's also really inspiring because I can see like young women really speaking out. I can see people of color also like advocating and and being really intentional about the way they show up as an ally. So I think I'm, I'm grateful in a lot of ways for what my career allows me to do. And it gives me exposure to, because again, though there are a lot of issues associated with that job as well, the beauty of that is, okay, like as bad as it seems like things are, there's hope here, there's hope in this room. So it gives me the hope that things will be better and, and makes carrying this baby a little less scary. <laughs> it's like I love that. It's like what Rihanna said, like, pull up.
2: If
0: you yeah. care about me, pull up and it seems yeah. like there's a lot of women that don't look like us who finally are like, they've seen the light. Look, they don't have, there's no blueprint for pulling up. They're all figuring so, it out as we go along. Right. It's the first yeah. time in history they can be like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we <laughs> kind of have to be gentle with that and, and, look, we, none of us want to be their teacher, but we do. We, none, I know, I know none of us do, but some of us are better equipped for instance, growing up there. How are the Karens? There's obviously a shifting. (laughs) There's obviously a shift, right? Karens be Karening. (laughs) My daughter's dealing with Karens in third grade. It's just what it is. Oh my goodness. What do they say? It's an archetype. It just is. Mm -hmm. So now that we have now seen it, it's put on blast. Now we just need to figure out how to deal with it, and they need to figure out how to deal with themselves. Really, Mm -hmm. when it
1: comes down to it, it's a crazy, crazy time. It's a wild, wild time. And I, I again, there's there's so much empathy for you know. I I, it was funny because I just came back from America. Actually, I went to um, Miami to visit my family for four days. And although it was like, of course, it was a great trip, it was great to hang out and to be there. The tone's different. It's weird. Like we're sitting in this like super, like really fancy, super bougie, like decked out restaurant. And you can overhear the conversations. People are having conversations about Roe versus Wade as they're eating their filet mignon. They can't even separate it. They can't even just be out and enjoy because it's like, no, like this is, this is directly affecting our everyday lives, our experiences, Mm -hmm. our children, like my cousins were the same. We were having these conversations like we were having a 4th of July barbecue. And still, like, we're having, like, controversial conversations about 4th of July. About, like, it's so, it's like, it's a, it's a different time. It's a different time to be America, to be an American, to visit America. Like, it's not just all fun and games anymore.
0: There's so many supplemental ways for us to educate our kids these days, right? Outside of the school. TV. Look, those streaming services are amazing. Gracie's Corner, Karma's World, Motown Magic. Motown Magic. (laughs) All these places we can plop our kids in front of and they can just be fed their own reflection and self-love and confidence. We are in a beautiful time. So I I go back to what our, what what does she call herself? The godmother of Hollywood, Jennifer Lewis says. Yes, Mm -hmm. the world's on fire, but let's see it as a time of opportunity, right? It's a time for us to really dig in and give our kids what they aren't going to get at school because we can't Mm -hmm. rely on them to give. That school It's not meant for us. When they pattern the school out, which is why they're fighting so hard, they don't care if we're confident. (laughs) They don't care if we love ourselves. True indeed, as Black moms, we don't need not one more job. (laughs) But one more time for the people in the back. (laughs) <laughs> we don't need not one more thing to do but thank god for these streaming services thank god for things like because of them are you guys familiar with that subscription service no i'm not no check it out because, because of them, of them. because of them we can i think is what yeah. it's what cool oh that's so nice and so this one was michelle obama And it came with a t-shirt. It came with all these things and a little pamphlet that gave the history of Michelle Obama. It's so cute. It's adorable. It's adorable. I love to spread the word about things like that. And whenever we know of what is feeding our children, let's pass it on. What's going on in Canada? Have you guys heard of anything? Do you have mocha moms? What does the support system look like? (laughs) I
1: love Mocha Moms. That's
2: cute. Yeah. That's so interesting because I haven't necessarily looked for groups like that, but I know I utilize Facebook a lot because it's, yeah, it isolates it to my area. So it's close by and I follow Black Moms Connection and mm. Black Queens of Durham, where you get lots of support and advice and recommendations. I know Lay's probably a part of all of those groups. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that's where we find our little communities. It's usually on Facebook. But I love the idea of these little pod groups. Yeah,
1: those are are super cool. I think that like what a lot of us as educators are using, which I intend to actually like purchase for Yara as well, is like the Unlearn posters. So Unlearn is like a website where they have like a bunch of posters that you can purchase. They're kind of pricey, but they can, you can use them and put them around the school. And it's been really impactful as far as just having conversations. So there's one poster that I remember. and I think it's like nude and it's like nude and it's showing different colors of like nude, right? And mm-hmm. like, what does that even mean? Like problematizing, like what we consider nude to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't necessarily have to buy those posters and like put them all around your ch- your child's room. But even if, having like the printouts, right? Mm-hmm. And just like having this, like you can have informed discussions, age-appropriate discussions, of course, with your kids about that stuff. Because it's the same, even band-aids, like there's just like so many different mm-hmm. things that you can have like really, really like, just timely conversations with your kids about. So it's about like having those conversations and not being afraid to have those discussions because we've talked about it before, Tanika. You've said it many times, like kids are brilliant. They really are. And I feel like oftentimes we don't give them enough credit. We really think that like, oh, they're not going to understand this or I'm just going to wait. But like, you'd be surprised. You would be surprised about like what they have already internalized, you know, what they've already like, what's already happening that you may not even see. So mm-hmm. like have those conversations, join those groups, stay connected so that you can get the support that you need. Mm-hmm. I love that. Do they go live? Are you guys able
0: to connect in person? Yeah. So I, I would yeah. love for all the Canadian moms listening. I want them to know that there are support systems. They may not have heard of those.
1: Yeah. Black moms connection is huge. Like, They have definitely yeah. definitely have meetups. They have a Facebook group. They have an Instagram group. And then they have, again, the pockets of like black mom groups on Facebook that also do things. So they have like black moms of Durham, black moms of Toronto, black moms of Ottawa, black moms of Calgary. (laughs) It sounds kind of silly, but like you could legitimately search like the neighborhood that you live in. Maybe not like the the street, but like the town or the city. And I'm almost positive there's going to be a black moms group. I mean, of course, they're going to vary in size, but there is likely a group that's already created that 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 exists that you can, you know, become a part of. But I also want to challenge Black moms in Canada who are listening to create one if it doesn't exist. Because when Shana and I decided to do this podcast, that was because there was a gap.
2: Yeah, we didn't (laughs) know each other until we met after having children. I didn't have any friends that had babies at the time. I was going to Facebook groups. I was going Mm. to mommy events. And a friend... Our mutual friend of ours where yeah. it was like, you know what? I have a friend who just had a baby. You should totally hang out. And I said, I'm down for anything. <laughs> <laughs> and we met up and I was like, I'm going to ask this new girl I just met to start a podcast with me. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, the rest was history. I right? love
0: that. That's mm-hmm. that. So you had a very similar experience that I did, which mm-hmm. is once you become pregnant, like, your whole life changes as far as yeah. the people you spend a lot of time with. Yeah. Because look, I was the single girl with some pregnant friends or, uh, in other cities. And I don't want to talk about baby poop and diapers all day. You just <laughs> don't.
1: You don't no. until you become a mom. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> obsessed. <laughs> right? It's exactly that. And we noticed that. And when we thought, when Sen when approached me with the idea, I was kind of like, oh, a podcast. I don't know if I want to do this. So many people are already doing this, yada, yada, yada. I was really reluctant. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm so keen to be friends with you. But girl, I don't know if I want this. <laughs> I don't know if I want it. And then as we started to do it, we saw. I'm like, but wait, is there another Canadian podcast with Black, married like, moms talking about these issues? And we couldn't yeah. find one. Like, we legitimately couldn't find one. So we had to be what we wanted. Right. Yeah. We had to create what was missing. So I know it's daunting to do. And again, much like you just said, as black moms, girl, we already got enough stuff to do. But I just feel like for any moms who are listening, who are like thinking like, oh, they want to want to create this or they wish they had this. Like you can do it like you really can do it. Yeah. And, and it's so necessary because we have moms of all walks of life really reaching out to us and saying, like, we love your podcast. But it's it hits different when the black Canadian moms like reach out.
2: Like it really,
1: really does. And it's super, it's just like, it's just so motivating. So we love it. Yeah. It's
0: funny that you say that because I so connect with the fact that as much as we want our messages to be global, something really special about the fact that our community has never been served and there's nothing wrong with us making (laughs) ourselves a priority. Yes. Trust me. Other cultures will learn so much from what we have to say. So you guys enjoy learning more about yourselves in the coming months as you welcome your new babies. Congratulations. Thank I'm so you. excited you. for you and please keep me posted. I'm so honored that you had me on my on your pod and I'm so excited to have you on mine. Ladies, you are now part of the Mama State Collective. We adore you and just keep representing up there in Canada. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll do our best. Yeah.
0: Thanks for hanging out, Mama. I know how little time we have in our day to honor ourselves, and I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Make sure you click like, rate, and subscribe. I'd love to hear what you think about today's show and what you want to hear going forward. Remember, mommying is a gift, and you're doing a kick-ass job. So, Lusa, sa and Mama stay.